What is up, y'all? It's episode 17 of the Sports Podcast. We had a little bit of breaking news that came in yesterday. We're also going to go through some of our like predictions for NFL season, like player of the year, stuff like that. But we're going to get to that after the breaking news, which came out yesterday. I'm pretty sure a lot of you have already heard about it. But Michael Orr, I think that's how you say his last name, right? The, mm-hmm. the person yeah. who they basically made the blind side over decided to sue his fam- family uh, as of yesterday. I saw his brother on Barstool's uh, do an interview and stuff like that, and he said that he kind of knew it was coming, but it kind of hit everyone else by surprise. They tried to make it seem like ESPN is reaching here a little bit, and he had a lot of love to show for his brother, but he essentially sued them because he said that the family put him in more of a conservatorship, conser- conservatorship. That's a hard one to say conservatorship instead of an adoption <laughs> it's a lot of yeah like the midwest accent doesn't do like yeah those kind of mumbly words well well his brother on the podcast yesterday was like because uh, dave portnoy couldn't fucking say it and uh his brother was like i've been practicing that for the last 30 minutes before we started this so whatever but anyway it's basically saying that uh they didn't really adopt him on the best means if the whole britney spears thing that came out this last year is kind of what got everyone like eyes on the conservative conservatorship um, and I know Bam Mongera, I found about it a little bit around the same time within this past year about how his family and stuff has that has had a little bit different reasons because he's addicted to a lot of drugs. Insane. Yeah. yeah. So um, but yeah, you know, I, I don't I didn't read into his part of the story. Uh, the brother made it seem like there was going to be a lot that was coming out with um, the the lawsuit and stuff he's he didn't he seemed pretty confident that, that he wasn't going to be in much trouble but also he was the little brother he wasn't like a kid at the time so either he didn't really see much of a threat or he just really didn't care much about his parents getting in trouble because he kind of was just like oh it's all coming up i got nothing to worry about so yeah you didn't see the interview but you read a little bit about it right stolzy yeah that's kind of what i got out of it too because like for whatever reason, the kids got paid too. Like the kids both got, or however many kids they have. Say they have two kids. Mm-hmm. Both of their kids got two hundred twenty-five thousand dollars plus two point five percent of the film's defined net proceeds. Mm-hmm. So like, that kid doesn't care. Well, like he's getting money no matter what. Like it's not like, like the money's gonna come out of his parents' pockets if anything. I would assume. Well, see, this is different <clears throat> than that because that's talking about what they did for the movie. He's not suing the movie. He's suing his parents now. The, the, that's the, what i'm saying yeah like, the lawsuits the lawsuits like, for the movie have already been over one thing that you can kind of get in the like picture from the interview that they had with his brother um his brother wished him the best the whole time he's like he's like it is a little bit disappointing that he like like took these actions against the family or whatever but he's like i wish him the best of luck and i hope he gets everything that he deserves in uh like in a positive way not like fuck him hope he dies type of way but like i he hopes he gets his money from the lawsuit that he actually deserves because i think the dude was kind of under the impression that you know uh, there wasn't much that he deserved from his actually family kind of felt like you know the family really helped him out through a fucking terrible situation helped him get where he's at today and it might be a little bit ungrateful if you see it that way at home but yeah that's what it is but yeah they sued the movie quite a few times and um the the brother made it seem like he hasn't even watched the movie before they they just hated off rip so um yeah i don't really know where to go from here we're going to see a lot more Mm -hmm. in the coming days about what happens from the lawsuits but um the the, i guess like because like in the movie he wasn't playing football until sandra bullock showed up and like met him right and then they were like holy shit this guy you should play football right 
Yeah. So, like, couldn't their argument back be, like, you wouldn't even have the millions of dollars that you had if we didn't, right? you know, intervene and, like, show you a different way of life? Yeah, right, exactly. I think the whole thing is he figured out what a conservatorship was over, like, what an adoption yeah, was. It like, was, yeah. like, was like, oh, <laughs> yeah. they actually oh, put me. me in that. So that, <laughs> yeah. that that's some blurred lines where it's easily, like, you know, they were just using me to do this. And, you know, he wasn't yeah. playing football before. So that kind of backs the point. Like, oh, they see this big black kid and they're like, oh, we can we can exploit him in the South because SEC football will pick him up in right. no time. Um, yeah, man, <clears throat> I, I just had something that I was thinking about to that that point from the uh, podcast, which kind of he kind of came out shitty about like to your point about him, like just figuring out what that definition is and being like, Hey, I think that like loosely applies to me is like, he just shows up. He's like, I want $15 million. And if you guys don't give it to me, I'm bringing out my side of the story. It's like, okay. Yeah. Like, did you just figure out what this is? And now you think you got that kind of leverage? Yeah. Like, and relax. That, the, the brother was talking about that too. He was like, he's like, it kind of makes sense now, but he's like, I was talking to him. Like I visited him in the past year in his house in Nashville. And in the past couple months, he just hasn't really been in contact. And now, we get hit with this. So it makes it seem like they're not really in contact. And this all kind of came after he figured something out and was like, Oh, I can get more money. So, I mean, if he truly does feel th that way, that like he was fucked over by this family, then like, I guess I see the point in it, but they, they he wouldn't be anywhere close to this situation without that family. So, okay. So like if he didn't get his even split of the movie, I get the gripe. Yeah, I get it. You know what? Like what? Like yeah, no problem. Like if fifteen million dollars is your gripe, that's your gripe. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, like, well, you sold the story too, right? The like it, it, they used your name, image, no. and likeness. Like you would have had to make money. No. Well, he did make money, but apparently, uh, the the family was the ones who really pushed the the making of that movie a little bit more. I think that they made it seem like the movie company want to make that make it, but they decided to profit off of it. And I guess Michael felt like he was the one who should profit off of it more than them, and they probably profited more. See, that's more. what, like, that's, I feel like he's at fault for his lack of foresight. Like, you know what I mean? Like, well, he was, if a, you're going to be, he was a dumb, he was a dumb kid raised in the hood that I got get that. adopted I, by a white family and then went, he was a millionaire when this movie dropped, though. Yeah. Like, he was already, a, like, in the league. I think he was like, a he Super was Bowl champion million. at that point. Yeah. Like, yeah. the dude's made money outside yeah. of this movie. So, like, at, like for one, it's not like might just be a greed thing. Like who knows? Maybe he's running out of money. Mm -hmm. It might be. <laughs> you know a, I mean? th that's what I was about ready to say. It might be a thing where he's just <laughs> you know one of those guys who didn't wasn't able to manage his money well and lost all of his stuff. So yeah. in that case, the conservatorship probably didn't benefit him that well if he generally is because they didn't teach him how to really save his money. Or maybe because you know they only had him like technically adopted for two years. Or right. something like that. Yeah, he was like already in high school. Yeah, may, yeah, maybe they just he just as soon as he got done with that, he kind of was like, "Fuck you guys! Thank, thanks for giving me football. Now I'm just gonna do my own thing." But the family like, was already wealthy, so I don't see necessarily what the point is. And people are talking about him being like this all star um, recruit and stuff like that. <clears throat> the brother said he's like he's like honestly, if we had the foresight to see that coming, he said. Props to us. He said, Coach fucking K would be picking me up to be recruiting for him for basketball and yeah, stuff like no that shit. if that was yeah. the case. He's like, yeah. he's like, so if you truly think that's the, that's what we did and we're that malicious, like, cool. That, I take that as a compliment almost. Yeah, we're we're great scouts. Right. Yeah, and he is a football scout too. He He's a 
somewhere in Texas. I okay, that's a little suspicious. That's a little suspect. Well, they're a fo- they're a football <laughs> but, family. Yeah. His dad played no, for Ole Miss, and he was a yeah. I think he was a basketball player somewhere um, at uh, Massachusetts or something like that. University of Massachusetts, UMass, maybe. Um, but yeah, he there was football in the family, and he's doing his own thing. He works for a, co- a college assistant coach or something right now, so um, he's doing his thing. Okay, so this is this is exactly what he's going for. He in his court petition or asked for the judge to terminate the conservatorship or conservatorship granted to the Toys Toys in August two thousand four, and also a full accounting of the money in Toys earned using Orr's name, and to, and to have the couple pay him his fair share of profits as well as unspecified compensatory and punitive damages. Okay. So he's going for like. He's going going for a throat, going for a neck. Yeah, yeah. and like well, kind of going petty about it. But the brother did say that everything that they had done with it was well documented. This was a family that came from wealth before they even found him. Oh uh, yeah, um, they had people yeah. around them. And that. if they if they are fucking pocketing money, you're not going to be able to figure that shit out. Uh, nah. th- that's my opinion on it. So it's not the first time he does pocketed money, probably. Yeah, <laughs> but the the brother seemed a little bit indifferent to him. seemed seemed like you know it, he didn't really care as much as the, the media was making it out to be. They also had a, lo- a couple things to say about ESPN. They they were talking about how ESPN's probably just like grasping at straws here, trying to get a story. Um, but at the same right. time, Barstool's kind of said at the beginning of it before they even had him on that, you know, they already have a connection with him. So they were going to get dragged through the mud for being like this right conservative. And the brother said, he's like, he's like, I actually lean a little bit more to the left. My family kind of gives me shit <clears> for that. But because you have me on, it's going to be like, oh, look at them helping out this white conservative family and putting down the black man and stuff like that. So um, we'll see what happens of it. I really don't have much else to say about the, the whole. Thing. Oh, he's for sure. He's for sure got an angle. There's definitely an angle there. Who might? Yeah, yeah. The for sure. Yeah, he's definitely got an angle. Yeah, but at the same time, they probably had an angle back in the life day too. <clears throat> so yeah. Th- all we can see is how it plays out, and we'll we'll go from there. So maybe we'll cover it again, but. Uh, it's going to be a little bit before the court cases actually start and stuff like that, so it should get start start getting juicy. But uh, I think he said the court fi- or the the like financial findings and like what they're suing for and stuff should be released a little bit more shortly. So maybe we'll come back to it around then. Um, yeah. You got any closing comments on that one? <clears throat> no, not really. Nope. Okay. Well, in that case, let's bring this over here. I'm going to share screen this one over here. I'm going to go live. All right. So we've got uh, – these are kind of lists. We're not going to go through all of them because some of them I just really haven't, um, you know, looked at or, like, really evaluated or anything like that. Like, assistant coach of the year. Uh, I'm just going to go yeah. ahead and give that and to like fucking Lou, Lou Anarumo <clears throat> fucking because he's, he's <laughs> right. an assistant coach that I know is just an absolute beast. And, yeah, well, we're just going to go with him. So uh, we got AP Most Valuable Player of the Year, uh, Aaron Rodgers, Green Bay. It's from that's from twenty twenty one because that's Jamar uh, Rookie of the Year. But like it was just like showing the list of. Oh, I typed in twenty twenty two. Yeah, you got fat my, fingers. My bad. Got them my sausage bad. fingers. Okay. So last year we had AP most valuable player was Patrick Mahomes at the Kansas City Chiefs. Most of all time was Peyton Manning, who has five. Uh, personally, I'm going to switch it. God, I hate this double click on this, Miles. Uh, personally, I'm going to switch it up a little bit. 
I think that the most valuable player, it's going to stick with the quarterback. I think it's going to be Joe Burrow. We've already talked in our season predictions about what we think the Bengals are going to do this year. Um, I think they're going to be really good. I think he's going to step it up a little bit. And I honestly think if Patrick Mahomes uh, performs about as well as he does, I think he needs to have a better season to really be a du- to go for a double-double in that because he's got Herbert Hartz and Burrow right behind him. But I think Burrow's going to end up edging everybody out a little bit. Uh, he's coming in the year hopefully healthy. He's got that calf strain, but from what I understand, he's ready to go um, for week one. That might be a little bit of an issue against the Browns' defense, but I think it's going to be pretty uphill from there. So um, that's who my yeah. pick is. I'm going to agree with it. Like, I didn't pick the Bengals, obviously, to win the Super Bowl in the preseason predictions show. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and that was just, like, my own, you know, like, my own reverse jinx hope and whatnot. But when it comes to, like, the most valuable player, I think – Last year was written in stone for Josh Allen to win the MVP, and mm-hmm. it was he just couldn't take it. So I just I think it's Joe's year, and dude, that preseason game, like that Andre Yoshivas kid. Which one was it? Because I I was recording that a number pod- eighty. Dude, yes, dog, okay, dog, Yo. dog, Yo. bro. Yo. He was stupid Yo. good. Okay. Okay. So hear me out. So hear me I didn't, out. Bangle, I didn't get Bengals. Uh, Bengals are going to be able to go empty set five wide potentially. Yeah. Duh. It's gonna, oh my it's gonna god. Be, it's going to be pretty crazy this like year. Joe. Bro. Joe might have forty five hundred passing yeah. yards this year. Uh, I liked. Like, I liked him. Uh, Brown had a couple good runs in the a receiver from Purdue. I can't remember his name right now. Uh, that's uh, God. I, I said Chase Brown on accident, but it's uh Charlie, Charlie Jones. Char- Charlie Jones. That's it. Yeah. I think that they're going to be pretty stacked with the wide receivers already returning Higgins and Chase. And, you know, I don't think Mixon – I saw someone that he needs like that he needs like 12,000 yards or something like that in order to get uh, – to become the Bengals' leading rusher or something like that, which I don't know how he's anywhere close to Corey Dillon. But I think it's like 1,200 yards that commented on this group I'm at. And I commented back on the thing. I was like, bro, I was like, there's no way he hits 1,200 yards. This Maybe year. all purpose. Not, not like, I, I don't even like, think I so. can, I, I can see, I can see, dude, Mixon's really it good. It was all purpose field. yards I, too, but I was going to say, I can see, I can see Mixon going 800 and 400. I think that he's been on decline, decline. And if, I think if Brown fucking steps up at all, he's going to be able to, you know, be the, <laughs> maybe start competing for that one spot by the end of the year. I don't think he'll get it by then, but he'll, I think that he's going to consistently or just slowly get more and more snaps to the point where they're almost interchangeable. Um, his run blocking, run his run blocking was not very, his run blocking was not very good in uh, preseason though. So we gotta watch out. Yeah, that's why the Bengals need to go get Leonard Fournette right now. <laughs> yeah, just for pass blocking. Like I'm not even kidding, because the Jets just went out and got Dalvin Cook. Did they get Dalvin Cook? Yep. I thought he. And then I thought uh, he said that he wasn't. Zeke went to New England. I thought he said he wasn't going to the Jets. Yeah, he just signed it like yesterday or two days ago. Okay. Well, that Just team happened. that team is going to be fucking stupid scary. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't like that. Uh, okay, AP Coach of the Year. Last year we had Brian Dayball or Dayball. Um, I always say Dayball because is it Dayball because Jet, that's it's why Dayball. Jack says it. And um, I saw them say say it on a show one time. I think it was like at my parents' house. I was watching some of the preseason stuff or some of the uh, training camp stuff. And uh, they said it differently, but, you know, it just is what it is. So, AP Coach of the Year, uh, who you got? I think, 
uh, what's the guy's name from Detroit? Why can't uh, I think? Of it? I can look it up real quick. Yeah, because I think they make the playoffs this year, and I think mm-hmm. if they make the playoffs, it's the same kind of turnaround that the um, Dan Campbell. But um, <clears throat> it's the same kind of turnaround that the Giants had last year when they went 5-12 and 12 to the playoffs. Yeah. Uh, and I think that's enough to get them. Like, if whoever gets the Lions to the playoffs, that's coach of the year. Uh, no, I, I, I really kind of <laughs> I kind of agree with that one because if they can actually get there, especially if they win the playoff game, which a couple of us yeah. had in our predictions. Well, it's a regular season award. Yeah. Uh, either way, I see when that happens. I see. I think that if they were able to win the playoff game, that kind of it makes them a shoe-in for it. But I think the person who got ripped off from it last year, which is uh, Doug Peterson from the Jags, I think he's the one who's going to take it. I just think he's going to take his team to that next level. They've got a pretty easy. That was my other pick. Yeah, they got a pretty easy division that they're they're going to be able to go. And then if they can win a playoff game, that might set them over. But I think they're going to have a real good year. Um, I was thinking about saying ZT, but I just don't think that he gets any love. And to be quite honest, I do agree with some of the people who say that he isn't necessarily one of the better coaches in the NFL. He's getting us there. Great locker room presence, but a coaching aspect, he he, he could be a little bit better in some aspects. So, yeah. Um, okay. Uh, next one we got is AP Offensive Player of the Year. Um, I actually read into this. Uh, I think, where is it? Quarterbacks won it 20 times and running backs run it, won it 26 times. And then you, yeah. um, the the receivers have only won it like five times or some shit like that. So usually anymore, the offensive player of the year is offensive MVP, not the quarterback. Like as of recently, well, it's been MVP goes to quarterbacks. So let's do it. Player of the year goes to your wide receivers. Let's let's do usually. it. Let's do it that that way. Let's not include quarterbacks in this one. Yeah. So, okay. So just uh, who do you got, or you want me to go? Uh, you can go real quick. Okay. In that case, I actually think that we're going to have a repeat from this last year. Uh, I think Justin Jefferson is going to take it. Uh, we were talking, I was thinking about maybe taking Jamar Chase because uh, a lot of people think he's going to go absolutely off this year, but I just don't see him with T Higgins and the, the, like you said, five fucking spread set. I just don't think he's going to be able to get enough catches and like props to us for being Bengals fans and stuff like that. Like that's amazing to see. I would like him to see offensive player of the year, but I'd much rather have just a, an elite receiving core where he doesn't get as many catches. He's going to go down as one of the greats anyway. So yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, 100%. I'm going Justin Jefferson again. I thought maybe McCafferty too because running backs usually win it, and uh, he's actually going to be able to play from the beginning this year, so he might get it. But McCaffrey's not a bad pick. I always like to throw Debo in there as well. Deep Debo Samuel. I thought about him too. Um, but offensive player of the year, I I think I agree with you, man. Like I, he's just dominant just right now. And as yeah. good as as good as the uh as good as the Vikings are with you know their the receiving core they have they have a pretty good receiving core I just think that he stands out completely and he is by far the main target because eh, I'll switch it up I'll switch it up I'll go Jalen Waddle really yeah why not okay I mean why not Tua I, probably I, might not be Tua might not be healthy the whole season but I'll throw Jalen that's there. why that and the fact that he's got to compete with Hill I don't really see that happening but I I yeah you know yeah, it's a good but, it's a good throw in their pick. Just to be different, um, and not to pick Jamar. Gotcha. Okay. Defensive player of the year last year was Nick Bosa for the San Francisco. For San, me, this San is a no-brainer. Forty nines. Are you going to say Miles Garrett? 
No. Oh, I know who you're probably going to say then. I was thinking about saying it, but I can't say it. It's the other M. <laughs> Micah? It's Micah. Yeah. yeah. No, I was Micah's I, a like, dog, uh, Like, I get it. I just, it, in my heart of hearts, I can't pick the fucking stars. <laughs> Fuck the Cowgirls. Yeah. So and he's been defensive. Pl- he's been defensive player of the year runner up his first two seasons. Like, it's his time. Yeah. No. Nah. And it's his time to win. It, it. Third time's a charm. I, I could see that, but I also think that Miles Garrett, who was a contender last year too, um, I think that it might be his year. I think AFC North has those defense that are pretty well known at this point in time. I think it's going to be a competitive division, so that might give him a little bit of uh, of an edge. Not to say that is that the East is that the East over the NFC East that the, For, the yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's a pretty competitive division. So that could be tight. That's going to be a close one. I think that might be one of the closer battles that we have. But uh, I, I'm going to give it to Miles Garrett. Keep it in the division. No, I mean. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, next one we have is uh, NFL Rookie of the Year. Now, keep in mind, there's also Offensive and Defensive Rookie of the Year. So, we're going to go to Offensive Quarterbacks first. on – okay. So, do, like, Quarterback for Rookie of the Year and then Offensive and Defensive if do you, the same kind if, of thing? If you want to do that, I am not picking a quarterback because – well, here's just my rationale behind it. I'm not going to pick a quarterback because I don't think any of the quarterbacks are that good enough this year or playing on good enough teams this year. Will Levis probably won't even see the field. We have Bryce Hall, Stroud, who might be a contender, but, you know, Texans, I don't see it. I could potentially see Richardson being all right with the Colts, but I don't think that he's going to have enough around him. I think that he might be able to just carry enough to a point where he wins it, but I think that we're going to have some uh, some outliers in other positions uh, that are going to end up taking it. And the person that I actually am picking is Jackson, Jackson Smith, Jimba, Jimba, I, I, Ohio, and Jigba. And you Jigba. Ohio state fan. I can't fucking say that shit, bro. Whatever it is. And Jigba, but Me. the dude, the dude is an absolute beast. And I think that Gino and the Seahawks are going to have a pretty good year. I don't think they're going to necessarily be able to make too many waves because I think there's two diff- teams in the NFC that are just above all else. But I think that he now that he's got some serious options behind him, I think that he's going to have a pretty good year and the Seahawks are going to do all right. So that's my pick. Oh, these are just two different rookie of the years. One's Pepsi, one's Associated Press. Well, that's one of one of them's for uh, – is there two for player of the year? Because that was offensive. One's just overall rookie of the year and then offensive and defensive. Yeah, I know. I, I, okay. I, okay. I did I did offensive and defensive first because uh the often the overall rookie of the year is going to be one of those. I looked okay. it up. It looks like most of the time it's the defensive most or of offensive. Most the time, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. But I don't know. I I think Bryce Young will be pretty good. I think the I just and once he's once my the lowest pay, pick once, out of all the quarterbacks. Once McCaffrey, nah, see, that's CJ Stroud for me. Really, CJ is dude. He's slow. I just I, like I was watching him get ran down by defensive linemen. He, like Bryce Young didn't he, look like he was panicking. He was delivering some darts. The only thing that <clears> I, I don't, don't like about Bryce Young is he's too too small and primarily runner, which he might be able to make some moves on the ground, but I I just don't see it. Um, I don't think he's as good as people are making him out to be. I think Stroud, because he is a pocket passer and it has the most precision, I think that he has the best chance, but I don't think any of them are going to win a rookie of the year. I really don't think any of the quarterbacks from this, this draft outside of Richardson are going to make more than fucking a couple years as a starter. I don't. Yeah, no, I mean, all in all, I think it's I think it's Bijan. 
that takes rookie of the year. I think you're just going to have so many all-purpose yards from scrimmage I was, that I was going to be hard to I, take it away. That was my second pick, actually. Um, and I, I could definitely see that. I just don't know about the Falcons this year. Um, I could realistically see him getting hurt and or some shit. And, you know, running backs just they're, – they're they're hard to they're hard to go with man because they're they had that zoom meeting they're just a dying breed and it's kind of sad to see because uh, they don't no, last why they, very long and it's just yeah because they hard. run they use the shit out they of use them. the shit that's, out of them so yeah that's why this is this yeah. is, this is just be easier <laughs> to do it so yeah I've, i i feel you um i got a weird reason weird reason to believe that he might get hurt like halfway through the season though um it's a beast he is a beast he is a beast Let's move on to defensive rookie of the year. Um, who do you got? Um, I mean, it's hard not to stay outside of the first round with most of these guys. That's how I was thinking. Um, and I don't want to be. I like I I, I wanted like the obvious pick to me is Will Anderson. Mm-hmm. I think that dude's going to be an absolute problem. But to me, Devin Witherspoon. That dude's good, man. He lays that dude lays some wood from the secondary. He's fast. He's athletic as shit. He jumps out of the stadium. I think he's very good. He played in he was in one of those middle of the road Big Ten schools that got the shit kicked out of him. But he was going up against Marvin Harrison Jr., Jackson Smith, and Jigba. Mm-hmm. You know all Charlie Jones, all these guys that are NFL getting ready to go to the NFL. Right. I think he's going to be really solid, and especially in a Pete Carroll defense. I think he's he's got good mentors ahead of him too. Right. I think he's going to be in good shape. I was, it just depends on if he starts or not. I was thinking about taking him because of the cornerbacks and stuff like that. I think that when you're picking a position for this rookie of the year, and keep in mind, I think that they're hard. Sauce won it last year. They're, they're kind of they're kind of hard to analyze. So that's why I was kind of going with the CB. CB. I was also thinking about an edge, and maybe a linebacker. I was I was thinking about Will Anderson too, but I don't think that the he's playing on a good enough team. The uh the Texans just suck. They they got a lot of draft picks. They have some potential in a couple years, but right now it's just not it. I'm looking at all the defensive players that got drafted in the first round, and the one guy that really stuck up to me was Emmanuel Forbes, who was a CB. He's playing mm-hmm. with Washington though, and that gives me another one that you know. You, sometimes your team just isn't able to compete enough to actually put yourself on the map like that. So I really think that we might have a shocker coming out of the third round this year from Alabama, Jordan Battle. The thing that I've heard about him Dude. in training camp is that he is able. He is reading fucking playbooks offensively and defensively. Has leader mentality, and we are really short at the safety position. This shows my bias a little bit because, you know, I know a little bit more about the Bengals, but I think that this dude might end up shocking some people this year. I think it's starting to look like uh, Jordan Battle was Jesse Bates' Jesse Bates's replacement, mm-hmm. and I think that Dax Hill was Trey Flowers' replacement. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's the way I'm starting to look at it, dude. He like from Jordan what Battle looked. He looked like a dude on the field. Nick, like he looked like a real football player. I was understanding that like Nick Scott was getting drafted to be like our new number one safety, and it's kind of sounding like from the rumblings that he might not even be the top two. So I don't know. I, he'll play for sure because they're going to be able to rotate people out. But 
Yeah, I think that Battle mm-hmm. might be a rookie of the year. I think that he's going to have enough playing time to do it. I think that he's on a good enough defense with a very good defensive coordinator, and he showed a lot of promise. As long as he stays healthy, he might be he might be in contention for that. Yeah. All right. Um, that was as far as I was going to go. Uh, comeback player of the year. I was. If it's sh- not Demar Hamlin. Oh yeah. Like who else would it be? Yeah, I mean, like, yeah. Now that you said that, Demar Hamlin, Demar Hamlin played a snap in the preseason. It doesn't matter. I was about ready to tell you that I didn't want to do it because, like, I didn't even think of anybody who it could be, and you just pretty much put that. You just pretty much put that one to bed because they're just going to be like, yeah, he he died on the field and made it back to life. There's no no comeback like coming back to life. (laughs) Say he doesn't. Like Gino was the comeback of the year last year, where it's like you kind of like a guy that had a career, and then all of a sudden it's like, where would he go? Like I think Russell Wilson's a good candidate for comeback player of the year he this year. Could if be. they have a good, I think he's if they checked. have a good year. I think he's checked I, out. I do too. But if he has a good year and make and they make a wild card, I think he could be playoff uh, comeback player of the year. I think Derek Carr if could they, win comeback player of the year. Derek Carr could be that Johnson guy from <clears> the Colts. If he ends up fucking working his shit out and and having an all star year, he could potentially be a comeback player of the year because um, it's looking bleak for him right now. Uh, yeah, I'm trying I, to think of like some other guys that I'm trying to think of injured guys that weren't there. That's exactly yeah. what I'm trying to do too. Like a Cheetah Wuzie, if he comes back and has like a really good year. I mean, outside but, I, mean, I don't of that, know how often defensive players go. Outside, outside of that, bro, you're kind of grasping at straws trying to figure out anybody else. Cause like Gino won it last year and like no one even thought that he'd be playing fucking competitive right. football last year. That's why he won it. He deserved it. Well deserved. Well deserved for sure. But uh there's just yeah, a no, lot that goes be like, into uh, that. It would be like if he can't play and Sam Darnold has the play for the year. And they make the playoffs. Potential, and like, Holy shit, Sam Darnold. Potential Awuzier. I just don't know how often uh, defensive players win that. No, nah, I don't either. But, it, that's a that's probably a long shot. But he was out all last year, and honestly, I, we'll we'll see what happens, man. He didn't play all of last year with that ACL, and he's he's just starting to get back into the mix a little bit. So uh, he he didn't really recover from that as well as I would make me comfortable. So. Um, oh, he's itching to get on the field. They're I know he is. Yeah. They're just keeping him. Make sure he gets back in the right time. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, because I think he's like 27, 28. I think he's like 27. Mm-hmm. So he's getting to that age where it's like, I think he's, I think this is his contract year too. So they're really trying to just make sure he's good. Is FedEx ground? No, that's just a different. I, I don't want to go through any other that's ones. Running I could, back. Yeah, that's running back. Well, I that's what I thought, but I don't think anybody. it is. I think FedEx Ground is the name of the actual company. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, I just think that that's their player of the year. Uh-huh. Yeah, even though a running back did win it. Um, but yeah, the running back of the year, it could potentially be Dalvin Cook now that he's on the Jack Jets if he stays healthy. Well, they got Bryce Hall or Brees Hall. That's true. So I don't even know if he'll be the number one. That's if true. anything, he's splitting carries. So, he's probably definitely splitting carries, uh, especially with him coming off an injury. Um, trying to think of someone else. Bijan might be a runner, a contender for that one, uh, for mm-hmm. sure. If if he stays healthy too. Um, yeah, I can't. I can't think of anywhere right now. We're, we're starting to just ramble at this point. I should have picked that out. I had all the other ones picked out, but I'm good with any of the rest of the awards. And if you're good, so we can wrap this one up if yeah. we need to. 
All right. Um, yeah. All in all, though, I was my one broken real quick. Bengals preseason recap. Miles Murphy needs more finesse moves. Um, he's really good on the run, though, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Like really good on the run. Um, but we're in a position right now where we don't have to worry about him playing right now. Like he can develop. Yeah. So that's um, nice. Yeah. Uh, it's now keep in mind. I don't want to comment too much on it because I was watching one, the Johnny Manziel thing for the first like mm-hmm. couple minutes of it. And then I was asking Jack if he wanted to watch preseason because we were supposed to record, which is actually about ready to go live either tomorrow morning or tonight, a podcast about aliens and stuff like that. And uh, he was texting me. Um, I was like, do you want to wait till after the game? Because he made me seem like he was going to watch it. And then he texted me at like a little bit after halftime and was like, uh, no, nah, I think uh, we should just get this done because I got stuff to do tomorrow. And he was like, I could really care less about preseason. I'm the same. I'm a little bit more pumped up about it because the Bengals football is finally back and the Bengals are good. But I just like checking out the new guys. Yeah, it's just it's it's not the best thing in the world. I'm definitely going to watch them this week. I, I know that now that I don't have any prior commitments. So, um, yeah, I'll know a little it's bit more. It's like DJ I, I, Turner looked pretty good. Jordan Battle, obviously, we talked about him. Mm-hmm. Uh, Yoshi, we talked about him. He looked fucking yeah. great. I heard like, he's going to be a dude. I heard Murphy didn't look all that good in our defense all around. It was kind of kind of shit. I mean, we let Green Bay put 31 up on us. So, um, yeah, we didn't play anybody. We didn't, nobody I, played. I know, but. Like that's their backups were. That's reason. also why we shouldn't even talk about preseason. If we're going to be like, oh, it doesn't matter. That's but why then talk I, that's about why it. Why even talk about it? Yeah. So okay. That's why I only said rookies because these rookies are still playing against the best people they've ever played against, regardless if they're backups in the NFL or not. True. True. Like those dudes in the NFL go back to college are the best player on that roster right now. Yeah. I'll so. try to get into some preseason and check out some of the rookies and stuff like that. Uh, and more than just the Bengals this week. Cause the one the thing I do like about preseason is they actually stretch it out for like four or five days. So you can actually watch football uh, every day of the week, but um, I digress. I'm done with what I need to say. Uh, you good. Mm-hmm. All right. That's been episode 17 of your <clears throat> house. Our rules, the sports podcast. Peace.